only stripper I'm in love with is Sheets. Jesus was talking to his disciples. He spoke of the Holy Ghost power and power. Okay, welcome Hi, everyone. everyone. How are you, boys? Good, good. How That's are pretty you, good. Luke? Are you How well? are you today? Oh, I'm alright. That's alright. Just alright. Just alright. Don't push. Come on, what's going on? What's buddy? happening on the inside? What's in Luca's little world today? Very patronizing for an unemployed man, but anyway, that's fine. That's why, we, right. that's why we're doing it. That's good fun. That's good fun. Some good stuff there. So, uh, yeah, boys. Mm. Any, 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 uh, anything exciting happened recently? I, I can say, I got a new job. You did. I did. Jack's going to appear in calendars from now on. Yeah. Right, we'll do a little guess, guess the job. We'll all say facts about it until we can. Yes, Jack's going to feature yearly in a calendar. Sorry, are you going to ask us to guess what we already no, know? No, no, no. We're going to each say things about what the job is and then they have to guess, and the, but we'll tell them. So they're going to try. So someone might ha- mentally make a guess. It's a game that we can't police. Yes. But if you manage to guess it in one go, yeah. good job. Um, so I may feature in a calendar. You will. in this role feature in you a calendar. You will feature in a calendar. Have you got one, Luca? Yeah, you're a fireman. <laughs> 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 I am becoming a firefighter. If you managed to get that before Luca said that, well done. <laughs> well done. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, very excited. Very excited. Very, very excited. Jack so. has a fitting on Monday. Yeah, getting all my gear. It's going to be getting lovely. His gear. Very excited. They made him do the beep test wearing his uh, fire mask. You'd think so. Yeah. Well, they don't? I, there, was a, there was a fitness test with all of the gear on. Yep. Um, lost about five kilos in water weight, which was lovely. That's a lot. <laughs> Are you serious? No, but I'm just saying it was very Jeez. hot. So, but um, yeah, it's nice to be employed. That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> you know when things sound funny? Like that's a cool part of the job. That like did I, the opposite. Um, yeah. Well, they, they say literally in like in the truck, you'll just be there very hot. Yeah. Really, I mean, fire is hot, Jack. Yes. So. That's how <laughs> fire works. Exactly. <laughs> it burns. It just says fire school 101. Fire burns, hot. It burns. 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 Uh, I watched a, a video last night. Um, you know when you like you watch, you're just scrolling on. So I'm a big. I love reels. No, not the reels, like the actual videos on Facebook. Reels, reels. No, not the reels because you can get stuck on the reels. But there's like the ones that are like five minutes long. Oh. Those videos, oh. right? YouTube or Facebook Watch. Thing. Yeah, it should, I should just be Did on you YouTube. Make that up. Not Facebook. Watch. I think you made that up. <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd back you. Yeah, okay. this stuff. Anyway, you know when you, like, you should just be on YouTube, but you're not. Anyway, I um. I was scrolling and scrolling because that's how I watch my news as well. Like you get like snippets of the news headlines and stuff. Anyway, I was in bed last night and I was watching and like before I realized I'd committed to like a 25 minute video and I was like, <laughs> you were six minutes yeah, in. Yeah, I was six minutes in. I was like, oh, oh I'm committed I, now. I have to, sorry. Anyway, sorry, Emma, I can't go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was a, a video of a guy who was, um, yeah, Jack, it's watch. We believed you, mate. Yeah, I trusted you. <laughs> Thank um, you. Anyway, it's a video of a guy or is who that Facebook watch? was yeah. stuck. Oh, he said Instagram. No, I'm on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> anyway, there's a guy who was stuck on a raft for 72 days. Is that in World War One? Nah, real life. It only happened like... Oh, was that those two guys that nah, were like fishing? by himself. He's by himself. Oh. So, he ate the other one. So <laughs> he's on like this solo expedition and then like... Apparently, like the video kind of makes it look like it happened within like the first night. Like it mm. <laughs> happens straight away. I don't know, but um, <laughs> he just gets past the the breaks. I'm sure it was a lot <laughs> yeah. like later in the journey than just like that's the way the video made it sound. Like the first night, I would be like, 
bro, turn around. Um, anyway, the boat starts sinking, so he's got this like raft thing, this like inflatable raft, mm. and then like. Yeah, he's like he's making water out of this like thing that you pour salt water into, but then the sun evaporates the sun like the salt or something. And anyway, at one point he like is spearfishing because he's got a spear gun and he like pops the raft with his spear. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> it's like rookie error. Wow. Survival one on one. Don't pop the the boat. Don't pop the thing keeping you alive. And then like he manages to fix it by like making the whole bigger. I don't know. I lost track of it, but I was like, well done. Imagine being stuck on a raft for seventy two days. What would you do? I would. I'd clearly just be stuck on a raft for seventy two days. Yeah, but like, what would you... Well, based on the life of Pi, I would see many mystical things that happen in our world, magical things, and there'd be luminescent algae, and I would be able to catch the fish, and a little tiger would accompany me um, throughout the whole journey. Okay. I feel like one of the first things I would do is find a way to make shelter, because like... You're sun on the poisoning ocean. and stuff. Well, sun poisoning. Jack, I'm glad you thought that, but the raft had shelter. Okay. I'll oh, do. that's good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then, like I, food, just trying to get some well, food. I heard a story recently where these two guys were stuck for a few days, but they survived off floating coconuts because they were in a, in the tropics. <laughs> <Sad>. <laughs> so turns or, out when they were lost, uh, it was right next to a coals. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, well, and another crazy thing that was happening to him, right, on the boat, was his fish were just teasing him. <laughs> like at night time his fish would just swim up underneath the raft and just hit the raft and wake him up that's weird hey like just I would definitely try and catch fish I just love that like yeah, just wow. fish would just teasing him there you go so you'd probably speaking, have to you'd probably have to drink fish blood for water well he was yeah. eating raw fish and he loved it yeah, yeah. Well, like thinking of consumption um, I've got a lovely <laughs> mug Jack, to be Jack consuming <laughs> beverages out of uh, Joey, yeah. Joey has a lovely mug to consume things out of. Jo- Luca, do you have? No, no. I know where. Why don't you have your mug, Luca? Because you didn't do it, you lazy. Side. Still has yeah. not done it. Still has not done it. You would think um, after months. Months. When to was? Do this. When? Literally, I remember. Oh, I think it was. It was the day we were. I reckon it's been a good six months. It, it wasn't was, even this year. Yeah, like yeah. it was. It last was when year. we were driving to go get Crocs for the first time. Um, we came up with the concept. Yes. It was definitely last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, remember. That was probably like November. I think last it was the year. night of the fire. No, no, it wasn't. no, no. no. Pre fire. Yeah. The fire was fire this year. Fire was this year. Oh, no. The fire was when we officially went, here's each other's mugs. You're right. Yes. <laughs> it was on mug day. <laughs> that was like. Which is a great day. Yeah. Um, I can probably find out the exact day. Yeah, no, It'd but be it's on okay. Real or something. All I know is that I'm helping Luca walk out his journey of forgiveness. He keeps trying God to make it sound is like using me keep to the, keep show Luca more of his goodness, grace, and character. Keep sending in those punishments for Joey in the Fantastic. Yeah, Instagram. and rewards too. If you're like, man, he should get two Christmases this year. <laughs> and Jack and Luca need to ensure that his second Christmas is fantastic. Yeah. Trust That's me. fine too. If you send just rewards, Luca will start sending punishments every day. That's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, everyone send a reward and uh, Luca can choose the least rewardy reward. I'm going to say that the, the punishments have to be suited to youth ministry games. Yeah, 100%. Like we're revisiting um, the blended up cheeseburger meal. Oh, jeez. Uh, you know, the time I felt the most sick was during that challenge. Oh, it mm. would be. Like the ha- full happy meal where yeah. they blend the full thing. So I've got a horror story for that. Well, before yeah, we move it. on though, okay, just before. No, let's move. Let's let another, Jack. Another we haven't heard enough from Jack today. <laughs> we need to let the man Another, another favourite of mine is the uh, food diet milk, milkshake where you have to scull two litres of milk. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. It turns your insides <laughs> a certain colour. It, uh, I have a phobia of food-related games. Even That's if it's a weird to think so, no, no, that no, no, Jack no, no. has a phobia of food <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah. Right? I can eat a lot of food. Okay? Jack, that you know doesn't... Why? But, but it's because it's, it's his first love. 
<laughs> so don't touch his first love. No, I see that. I see that. So I was at this Christian service thing one day and me being typical me, I was eating a lot of food. Okay, mm. we were doing a sausage. Wait, sorry, what were you doing? We had a sausage sizzle. I've, I missed sorry, it. What were I was you eating? eating a lot of food. Oh, uh, how much okay. is a lot of food for you though? So, Because a lot of food for me is a snack for you. So we were... <laughs> but, but before we're Jack continues... Let, let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. Do you remember this morning when he out. said, I'll just warm my stomach up with some food? <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, this morning, right? Jack's like, Luca brought over some little bonus smackers for Jack. I just had a coffee. Just some cheeky macs. Um... And Jack's like, oh, no, not feeling particularly hungry. He eats the little Mac. Because he's like, now that my stomach's warmed up. And we're like, hang on. I have never heard. <laughs> well, now that I've works. stretched, I'm ready for more strenuous <laughs> yeah, things. Like, he's ready to do those. Uh, the stomach's now warm. Real reps. hungry. Some real, it was, yeah. Because I don't eat breakfast. Like intermittent fast until anyway. two o'clock. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Tell us your story. So we were having a sausage sizzle. For some reason, there wasn't many kids that night. And we had way too many sausages and a lot of bread. So then they were like, oh, how much can you eat, Jack? And I said, oh, I'll show you. So <laughs> I had... Let's How long is a piece of string? I had 11 sausage sandwiches with each sausage having two bits of bread. So I had 22 bits of bread with 11 Math sausages. Checks out. Okay. Um, and so I had that in You one. could do better. I could, but this was when I was 15, okay? Yeah, that, that's when you can do more. Anyway, so, um, so that happened. And then we did a food challenge where we had to make a sandwich for someone else. And it was like whatever, like I think the, the was it was like whatever measure you use will be used against you. And so if you put something gross on the sandwich, the other person could put something gross on. It was kind of like that and one. You're like, like I have some sauce stewing in my belly. And there was like there was like like literally whole <laughs> sardines on it. All these. Like this is things. after the twenty two sandwiches. After the twenty two so sandwiches. So Jack is now it's, warmed it, up. Yeah, yeah well, he's, he's, he's done his stretches. He's ready anyway, to go. So I, and I was refusing. <laughs> anyways. We finished the sandwiches. They're horrific. And then um, they're like, great. Now you need to eat your own sandwich. You're not going to eat the other person's. And you have to, whatever you've done to someone. Oh, else. so you reap what you sow. Reap what you sow. Oh. Anyway, like I literally, lesson, I mate. go to take one bite because they were like, you and have what was to on eat yours? it. You have to eat it. I can't remember. All I know, it was there was a mix between cheese, which I couldn't eat. I was going to say, it turns out it's just a cheese sandwich. Fish, like cheese, <laughs> cheese. Can cheese. you not eat cheese? Jack oh, hates cheese. I hate cheese. Why do you hate cheese? I don't know. It's a whole story. So cheese, fish, different sauces, like straight up like... Um, cheese. There was like... Um, Old English. Uh, vinegar. Like, it was terrible. <laughs> anyway, I don't, I, don't even, I don't even take a bite. I just go to like... You inhale. <gasps> and then 22 bits of bread. And eleven sausages, perfectly all come stacked up. in a Bunnings pile. I'm oh. picturing as well sausages going, like with their little little piece of skin attached. Yeah, like just long, dunk, 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 just dunk, long dunk, tornadoes. And so I have not, like any time I've wanted to do a food yeah. challenge at you, I just freak out. I literally, like, I will be the biggest party pooper ever. Over so that Jack stuff. has some PTSD. So PTSD. I'm feeling, I'm feeling whatever yeah. challenge I do. Jack gets to participate in with me because we no. we share in well, the suffering. No, because together. I made you a really Jack, good Jack mug. Jack made a mug. Yes, he did, and it's a really good mug. It is a great so mug. Actually, check our Instagram. We'll we'll post the mugs. Are we um are we our brothers' keepers, Luca? No, you're your own keepers. Yeah, yeah and but you're in charge we, of your own sin. Are we? Are we our brothers' keepers? <laughs> anyway, we got a great no. pod today, yes, guys. Yes, we are. We got a great we pod. Certainly, are our brothers' keepers. <laughs> we got a great okay. pod today. Thanks so much for being here. Bye. Uh. Alrighty. Here we go. Um, Let's get into it. What's the worst thing you've ever said whilst preaching, Joseph? Um, I, c- I can't think of 
necessarily anything that comes to mind from preaching. But I remember um, being 15, going to like a youth, a big statewide youth alive event. Um, and then a girl was, uh, she'd been, we'd been talking on the train, like this girl in our youth ministry, same age. Uh, and she's like, oh, like, you know, I've been going to the gym, like I've been lifting. Um, I'm like, that's sick. That's awesome. We're talking about exercise. Anyway, it comes to like, they had like a little screamo pit at this, this event. And she's like, oh, I don't know if I can, if I, if I should go in there, I don't want to get hurt. I'm like, nah, man, you're solid. You got this. And then I said that in front of our whole youth ministry. Um, just heard me call a girl solid and that she would be fine. Um, and so All she right. was fine, but I think everyone was shocked that I just called this chick solid. Sounds like I may have asked the wrong person. That's cool too. Um, Jack, what, what's the worst <laughs> thing you've ever said? Uh, when I was 16... Joseph's example was literally not even an example. So When I was 16, I was teaching scripture just like to like year seven students at a local public school because I was homeschooled and they were like, oh, Jack's got time. He can come help. Anyways, so the year seven kids are like, why was Satan so evil? And I said, because he's on his period. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> see, that's what we're looking for. <laughs> and then yeah, wait, wait, it gets better. It gets better. I got in trouble, and then the next week <laughs> I go. Last week I said <laughs> Satan was on his period, and I got in trouble, so I shouldn't say it again. And so then, you know, you just doubled the house. <laughs> yeah. Let me just uh, have a call back to what. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's probably the worst. I only once have actually said crap. On in a sermon that didn't go down well. Really? Uh, yeah. Really? Um, another time, I was like, I was trying to say, in all these things we pray in Jesus' name, Amen. Uh, I said, in all these things we pray in Jamie, Amen, which is the name of my pastor. <laughs> in Jamie's name, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Jamie, uh, Jesus taking a week off, and Jamie is stepping up. But good enough. He's 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 pretty holy. Um, but the, <laughs> one of the funniest ones was, you know, like. For a while there, I don't know if you remember, like back in like, I don't know, like the late 2000s, um, it was all about denouncing religion in the name of Jesus. Mm. And I got it mixed up and said, I'm not a Christian. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to say, I'm not religious. I just follow Jesus. But like, no, 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 I'm not a Christian. Here I am. Preaching. (laughs) I'm not a Christian. I'm not, not, I promise. (laughs) Anyway, um, but none of that compares... um, to, to, to what we're about to witness. Yeah, right I, I, I can't even really defend this one. Normally I can spin it, but this is just, yeah. yeah. And we, we even listened to most of the sermon. Yeah, we got context. the full context. And, yeah, um, it still isn't it's just yeah, as bad. It and please enjoy. No judgment, but please enjoy. Oh, this judgment for me. <laughs> we don't make it rain on booty cheeks. We don't make it rain on strippers. We only reverence one stripper, and that's the one that took off glory to put on humanity and then get butt naked on a cross to die for both you and me. The only stripper I'm in love with is Jesus. That's cool. We just listened to that thing. Talk about that in just a second. Jack just said, oh, very, very confidently. Um, Oh, yeah, like Jesus wasn't even naked on the cross. (laughs) <laughs> and Luke and I are like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a Sunday school version. Jesus, yeah, yeah, Jack just has yeah. Sunday He's wearing the loincloth. Uh, so you didn't have a loincloth? No, that was that's just artistic oh. license to Jack, provide the, some dignity cruci- to our Lord. To be crucified was to die spiritually 
socially and physically. Is absolutely humiliation. Covered in shame and humiliation. Okay. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, back to it. They've not. There's not an easy way to spin what we just listened to. Mm. No, it's horrible. But <laughs> what it does show, I think, is um, an attempt to speak into what is, let's be honest, a sexualized culture. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's funny. What I think very find very interesting about that whole clip is the reference he's making are clearly sexual references, and everyone is in full understanding of the context in which that's being said. And I think that speaks to um, how sexualized our Western society is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe different societies, a little bit different. Um, yeah. Can't really speak into that. But yeah, so we live in this world that is, it just seems to sexualize everything, whether it is ob- objecting to the sexualizing or being frustrated that someone's being sexualized or being frustrated that you're not being sexualized. Mm. Um, it's still at the forefront of both of those things is is sex. And it's such a weird world in which we live at the moment where it's like sex sells, sexualized things, gets attention. And it's, yeah. it's, it's a very weird thing to be like, okay, how do we live as Christians in this society? How do I operate in this world that is so sexually focused mm. um, yet not live like an Amish community? Yeah, like it's interesting. Like none of us here, you know, are old. I mean, I mean I'm hitting 30 Oldest. this year. Um, but it's like so much of this space has changed even within the last five years, right? Mm. Like in the last 10 years and certainly within the last 20 years, it is just like perceptions around this place have changed. I think one of the greatest things, um, I've noticed is an identity towards sex. I would agree. Like your sexual preference, your sexual preference is who you are, who you are, Mm. right? Um, Rather than, than being human, it's I am a preference. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think once we identify ourselves in that way, rather than being human, we, we already start separating mm. and, we, and we start kind of um, putting, our, putting ourselves into different categories of, of person and that creates division. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. And, and I, I, like, I've had... Conversa- as a youth pastor, I've had conversations with people around different forms of identity. And my response was, look, read Ephesians, look at your identity in Christ and go from there. Yeah. Like, I, that's the important thing. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's important that I think there's a lot of judgment within the church that needs to not happen as far as they look at something that they don't like. And so they try and deal with that thing head on. Mm. Um, and like you said, Luca, like I think there's so much that comes down to who you are and rectifying who you are, everything else follows after that. And so I think we live in a society, uh, like a secular society. Um, and so as a result of living in a secular society, it's normally has the framework or the philosophy that um, there's no heaven, there's no hell, there's no God. Um, that means that, cool, well, now I have to live in the world that I've got. What world do we have now? Well, there's no good to come, so I've got to maximise the good that I have now. Um, and that leads to a hedonistic philosophy where it's like I just want to gratify or make as much good happen in my world now um, as possible. And that leads mm. to gratifying sexual desires. Mm. Um, and so that it's like, yeah, yeah, I want to look, I want to touch, I want to feel. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like our 
sexuality becomes God. It becomes the thing we worship. Maybe it's not even sexuality, but our desires. Because yeah. um, I get that for everyone, sexuality isn't necessarily um, your focus, but those desires um, can come in all sorts of ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the flip side of that, not to uh, sound like a hero, but we often objectify women. Hey, like, yeah. Um, not only do we identify ourselves as sexual beings, um, we also identify uh, or treat women as objects. So, and that, like, that has been, that's the one thing that has been a constant, hey, like, it's been a constant. It's throughout all of history. Yeah. Like. Yeah, the fallen nature of masculinity. Yeah. And I don't have the answer for it, um, except to say that when we look at the story of God, um, he's the God who calls both genders. Yeah. Um, I think, I think a great image of that is that there's the woman with the issue of blood, uh which Jesus has an encounter with and she is ostracized and isolated from society. She's unclean, whole bunch of Jewish context involving that. And so she is unwelcome. She makes her way illegally through a crowd to touch Jesus. And when Jesus says, when power, who touched me, power throws out for me, she, she makes herself known and possibly risking her life in doing so. But when he addresses her, he says, daughter. And so there is this not objectifying. It's Jesus's initial response to a woman who is totally done something totally, quote unquote, illegal to Jewish society is actually to bring humanity mm. to her. Mm. Um, and I think that's really important when it comes to uh, our sexual, like, like you're saying, our sexualized society is that we, we recognize that we're actually all people. And by sexualizing others, we objectify them. Mm. Um, and that means to dehumanize them. Yeah. So I think one of the great examples of kind of just sexualized culture affecting us and how we interact with people is, and treating like women as objects is just like the way in which... All men. Mostly women get treated as objects, <laughs> yeah, I'm I know, sorry I know, to say. I know, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> but like just in the way that we would communicate to our young people, like I remember... Um, in youth group, like when I was a youth pastor, the consequences I would get was that we were to make sure that our girls were not wearing bikinis to youth camp and to the beach. And um, and that was out of a desire not to cause the men to stumble. Yeah. And interesting thing. I hey? always struggle with this concept that it's Bit the women's problem to yeah. solve men's desires yeah and like don't get me wrong it is completely natural and normal for a young boy to be attracted to a girl in a bikini right like that is like some there's some hard wiring going on yeah there is right we don't want to get into what what makes boys tick but um to place the responsibility at the same time yeah like it's actually a subject issue for the young young men in the room to go hey women are not objects for me to go oh it's your problem i'm attracted to you it's actually hey recognize Okay, you're not my wife. Um, I shouldn't be looking at you in that in that way. Um, oh, yes, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm attracted. Oh, to I need you, to take responsibility but for that's, this. But that, I got to own that, right? Yeah. yeah. And so um, we deliberately would um, we, we, like, we communicate that we, like girls can wear uh, the bikinis. Um, Jack, you were saying uh, that you had an all T-shirt 
policy. Yeah, we, we were like guys and girls t-shirts. Like everyone has to wear the. And, yeah, and part of it was actually sun protection, and it wasn't just nice, nice twist there. Yeah, yeah. to it. sell it to the he's parents. Got it. He's got it. Sun wasn't protection. just that, but it was yeah, sun protection. Some but also like communication. We're there. we're all gonna be modest because guys like to show off their muscles and. Oh yeah. Like, yeah I remember. I remember being in year seven at youth, and I got a speck of water on my shirt. So oh, I took my shirt take off. off. I took my shirt off. Yeah, literally just in the church hall, and everyone was like, "What the hell are you doing?" I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm just I'm so yeah. big. I'm Jack, there's, a, there's a few things going on there. Though, isn't <laughs> yeah, there? it's not I'm, just. <laughs> I remember there was a there was a speedo phase with our um, youth leaders. That's great. You see, boys. Um, probably like ten years ago now. Um, I remember we were we were at at some friends' place after church. Everyone's going down for a swim. Um. Anyway, so some of the boys go for a swim, and oh, look, I've never been a big fan of the speedos. Like to be honest, um, not not a huge fan. Anyway, so some of the boys jumping off these rocks and whatnot, and we're working back, walking back to where there was like a group of the girls, and one of the girls is just wearing like the bikini bottoms, and like no, like oh. you can see a backers band. She's standing up and she's talking to the rest of the girls, and I'm like, I can't believe this. I'm like a young youth pastor. I'm like six months on the job, and I'm like, I can't believe like. I have to have a chat to this girl. Like, which she's not. Please keep your top on. Like, in public. Please keep your top on in public. Like that's such human, a, human 101. Yeah, human. <laughs> just like human days, like you're at a public beach, let alone you're a youth leader. And yeah, so as I'm walking over, and I'm like getting angry. Like I could not believe that this person was doing it. Um, as I got closer and closer, probably when I got within like ten meters of this person, and I've walked probably about. I reckon I've walked like 300 meters. So there's there's been a lot of lead up and fury. I, would, and I wouldn't call it walking. Com- there's going to be some serious staunching. So, yeah, some power I'm like, I can't <laughs> believe this. Anyway, I realize it's actually one of the guy leaders. He's just <laughs> very <laughs> lean. He was just wearing his Speedos and he had long hair. And, he was, and it was his back facing. And so I couldn't see any of the... Uh, oh, any of his chest. Anyway, so I was like, oh, geez. That is um, funny. Yeah, it was just but a classic. Yeah, so I, like, I, I don't think we need to talk about the sexualization of men in Speedos because... <laughs> That's just Jack's childhood. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, man. But um, the flip side of it, though, is so we're talking about, you know, men owning their um, sexual desires. Yeah, like <laughs> if it's not up to the women to not dress what the, how they want to wear. But the difference also is that, or the flip side of that is also that women shouldn't wear clothing for men, right? Like, like if, if a young girl is wearing revealing clothing to sexualize herself purely for the intent of, attracting another person then there's insecurities on her behalf as well mm. yeah and that probably i reckon that goes both ways too like i think there's and there is a there's a murky line in there that i think is a little bit hard where it's like or oh, you want to actually dress good you want to dress attractive because you know no one likes the 14 year old that doesn't know how to wear deodorant <laughs> but like but then when, when, when guys and girls are dressing in a way to flaunt their yeah, sexual, sex, their sexuality actually at, at really young ages or at any age really, it's just showing alarm bells of like, um, are you you're objectifying yourself, and that's what and yeah. I think that's coming from the culture of society being overly sexualized. Yeah, it's yeah, like you are more than just a person to have sex with. Yes, yeah, that's not the the pinnacle of human experience. Yeah, um, I just think there's that which I think you've navigated very well in that space, Luca, like especially within your youth group. I just think it's so hard and unhealthy for for um, for for even people in leadership to be like, oh, this is the hard line. If you dress like this, it is distracting. Mm. Um, 
I think that's the challenge. Um, and so I think in, in always discerning people's desires with things is always difficult too. Um, but yeah, I think that's a personal challenge for just people in general. It's like, oh, why are you dressing the way that you're yeah, dressing? Why like, are you presenting yourself the way that you're presenting yourself? I guess the, the key takeaway is wear whatever you want to wear, yeah. but just check your intentions. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a very good thing. There's a couple Christian responses to this, right? So it's like, we can either be so afraid of the world that we just withdraw from it and we become these like people who don't even, like we, we still are here on earth in in humanity and part of humanity. And so in many ways, we should, yeah, we're in it. We should look and sound like everyone else, right? Our message should be different. Um, but with the same accent. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and so some, some people get super scared of this like sexualized culture. Everything's crazy. Um, that we just separate ourselves from it and we just go, look, you know You're what? to run away. Yeah, like they're going to do Sex what they're going to do. Sex is bad. They're going to do things. Yeah. Um, but then there's the, the other argument where it's like we're actually so embarrassed about the Christian response, right? Mm. Um, that we just like, and it's such a drag, you know, the no sex before marriage, the everything else. Ah, oh, whatever. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to be like everyone else because it's just easier. Yep. Um, but um, Jesus tells us that we are to be in this world, not of the world. Mm. And I really believe that what that looks like really is that we're not called to kind of like separate from the world in that sense of we're not called to run away from it. Yeah. Um, to be terrified. Yeah. Um, when we're not called to, to imitate the world and be like the world because we're supposed to be different supposed to be yeah. in the world, not of the world. Um, but rather we're, we're called to infiltrate this world. So we're called to look and sound like everyone else so that they know um, that we're human, we're, we're normal, nothing's weird here, yep. um, and we can communicate the truth of Jesus. Um, so in that sense, we're not called to separate or um, or imitate the world, but we're called to infiltrate this world. Mm. Nice um, little nice little tip there. Yeah, yeah, thank you. We're all preachers here. <laughs> um, so, but I realized, as I said, that, that we're not supposed to look or sound weird. Like, this is always going to be weird, right? Yeah, the, the so there's always, it's, and I think that's what you mentioned before. It's like you, you've got to reflect on your own heart within mm. why you're doing it. Yeah, and so, and I think you, I think a classic picture. I don't know if he's, um, you can cut this out if it's naughty, um, but there's that classic thing where Carl Lance wears his pants real low. Have you seen that? No. There's a no. photo with Carl Lance wears his pants so low, walking next to Justin Bieber, and you're like, I don't think he's wearing undies. I'm pretty sure that's his penis, and and it is like so, like so sexualized, and you're like, oh, this is not just a, it's something that. All of us, this is not, it really is not just a lady issue or there's no. not just like, it is, it is us as believers. We can actually be, um, yep, that's it. Whoa. See how low? Yeah. And yeah. Like <laughs> it is, yeah. It's yeah. like there is, we have to be careful in the way that we present ourselves. Um, and that's not a shame. Can thing, I see but, that close, but it's, Jack? It's, it's just the heart thing. Um, yeah. And how crazy is that picture? Yeah. Um, so I've never seen that before. I, I, don't and, and, and I guess, and then fruit of that, what happened to Carl Lentz? Yeah, and it's like, like, what's his heart motive? And it's like sometimes you're taking the rubbish out. Oh, oh like you're wearing your boxes, like sure thing, or you're wearing your like your nighty or whatnot. Like, oh, like yeah. I get it. Like you know, I've gone out to the bin in my boxes. Yeah, like, like like there's nothing wrong with that, or you know. But strolling down the street with a celebrity clearly not wearing underwear, underwear and pulling your pants all the way down, 
probably not the best. Look. Yeah, and it's and, like, and, and I guess that comes back to the whole root cause fruit problem. Yeah, it's like, what? Where's your heart at with why you're doing the things that you're doing? Yeah. Um, Can I just say though, like, I've never taken the bin out Mondays. Really? Yeah. You're so pure. No, I'm not pure. I'm just ashamed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want people to see this pasty, pasty body. Like I remember you were saying before, like when you were a kid, you used to love taking your shirt off. Not once. Uh, you know what's really funny? Totally- when I was at school, I used to always wear a Bonds t-shirt underneath yeah. my sports uniform. Just ready. And every, every sport lesson, school shirts coming off, tight fitting white shirts on underneath. And I used to call myself the Bonds boy. And I convinced myself all my friends did it too. They never did. It was just me. Like, all right, Bonds boy, let's go. That's so funny. It was very funny. Jack, you should just thank Jesus every single day. Two things. For the, what, the work that he's done in you. That, that's, not your, that's not your day-to-day anymore. <laughs> but second, that I didn't meet you at school. We just would not be friends. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. I, like, I would be like, who's this dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. You end up getting homeschooled afterwards. So it showed you how. Yeah. how so, so what you do with your mum? <laughs> <laughs> hey, my mum's boys. boys. <laughs> mum's like, yeah, go, son. Yeah. That's it. No, I just went for a surf. It was great. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, welcome to prank time. Prank time. Um, church pranks. Church pranks with the boys. Um. So, again, if you've got uh, anyone you want us to particularly prank, or if you know there's a uh, sensitive area um, in church life that you would like us to poke, uh, we'll happily poke them for you. So, please mm. let us know. Um, but currently, we're going to call uh, Luke, or Luke is going to call uh, his brother-in-law, mm. uh, Reuben. Reuben. We love Reuben. We do love Reuben. We love uh, Reuben. honestly going to freak out. I don't think I've called him. <laughs> <laughs> At all. <laughs> and so what Luca has to do um, is say he's met some old ladies at church on Sunday. Um, the, the, the last time I messaged Ruben was um, two, a month ago. And that's the only message I've ever sent to him. And it was just, bruh. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're going to bridge that gap here. We're going to restore some friendships and relationships. Mm. Uh, but Luca's going to say he's, he's met some old ladies. Um, and those old ladies knew Emma and knew Ruben when he was little. Um, and so Luca has to make it through each, each, there are six ladies with two names, um, that include Nolene, Mary, Daphne, Edna, so on and so forth. We won't say more, um, but they're all worth half points, but then they get, we get to some, uh, three name names. The see Louise Lewinen. I can't even say that right. Yeah. And so they're all worth one point. The smaller names are worth half a point for a total of six points. So yeah. I think there's one, two, three, four, five, six, nine uh, Nine names for just six go. points. Here we go. Yeah. Call him. Man, it's Ribstar in my phone as well. He's obviously saved that. What's poppin', Luca? Ruben, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm just at work. What's poppin'? Oh, sorry. I know you're busy. I was just thinking of you because today I was uh, at the cafe and I got stuck with all these, like, old ladies. Oh... Fun time. I know. And the worst part is, like, you probably, I don't know if you're going to remember him, but they were raving about you. That's why I'm calling. What? Yeah. What like, ladies were raving? Yeah, like, it's clearly just, like, these church ladies, whatever. But, like, do you remember this chick called Nolene Mary? No. 
No, she used to go to Erina. She was talking about how you were always crying. Like, obviously, you're pretty young when you're at Erina, but um, yeah, maybe probably. That her, like her friend Daphne Edna was there, and she was saying, "Yeah, yeah, Ruben, you don't remember these people?" Oh yeah, <laughs> no, not a clue, bro. Oh wow, you must have like, no like, quite an impact. I mean, you were a pastor's kid, so you're the center of attention. There was another yeah. chick called Nancy Gwen. And I she... remember Nancy. I feel like I know the name Nancy. Yeah, well, what did I she look know. like? Because she might have aged a fair bit. Um, I know she has like I'm pretty sure curly hair, a bit short. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely her. So she was going on about how like how wild you are, and you were always climbing over the chairs. Classic old person. And there was some other chick yeah, called Alice Ann. Do you remember her, Alice Ann? Don't have any Alice in my head right now, unfortunately. What about, what about an Agatha Matilda? Matilda? Maybe a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. Like, honestly, it was a big group of these girls. They were all raving about you. There was another one called Edith Estelle. I was obviously the talk of the town, mate. Yeah. You still are, Ruben. Let's be real. You still are. Now, I, I swear, I was like, why did you even introduce your middle name here? But some chick called Lucille Louise Llewellyn was like, I hate Ribbon. I remember him and I didn't like him. And I was like, you're clearly a bit of a beehive because you're introducing yourself by your middle name. Obviously, she's just a Ribbon hater, bro. Do you remember her at all, Lucille? No, but she sounds like a Ribbon hater and I don't like Ribbon haters. Yeah, cut them out. Cut them out. What about, like, there's another chick, um, big glasses... Like, I'll be honest, quite short. Um, Alma Astrid Alice. Yes, I think I know. Um, yes, she ha- she's not um, grey yet, is she? Nah. I think I know. She's really short. I think I worked with her or seen her in the office at um, Erina. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, it, what, she, did you like her or was she a bit mean? Because, I don't know, she didn't have nice things to say. It was weird. I was like, why are you telling me this? Like, obviously, like, the context was I was married to your sister. And they're going, oh, yeah, like, some of them loved you. Like, it was like a full argument, bro. There was one more chick, and I swear, I was like, you're making this up. But her name is Millie Mabel Maud. Do you remember her? She's blonde hair. No. No, I do not. <laughs> no. I don't remember, like, the only one that sounds very familiar is probably the, the Nally, not Nally, the chick who's, like, short. Short Are you hair. talking about me, Nancy Gwen? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Lucille Louise Lorraine? Anyway, I've got to go now because I'm trying to play. <laughs> okay, Ruben, Ruben, thanks for playing. We love you. <laughs> you <Ruben. laughs> uh, Luca got full six points. Great job. <laughs> okay, well, we don't have to hang up, even though he hung up. I thought we had to say all that quick. Um... Wow, that was amazing. <laughs> uh, Ruben, when you're listening back to this, um, oh. well done. You you know oh. two people. He's such a nice young man. We love him. Do you reckon he was just being nice? And went, oh. I think he might have caught on and was going along with I it. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Because <laughs> I reckon... Uh, he, he can find out later. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great job, Ruben. Love you. So that's lady. a full. Do you know what? I, I almost you. think Lucas should get a bonus point for the fact that he convinced Ruben that he <laughs> I know, knew you're one like, of them. Oh, she had big, big glasses. We should have made that as a thing. It's like bonus <laughs> points for convincing. So I reckon that's a full seven points. Thank you Amazing. very much. Thank you. Thank you. Sup, guys. Well, hope you had fun. 
Um, hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you thought uh, we could do better, please let Jack know. Not Luca or I. Um, yeah. Uh, any uh, any ideas on how we can get Jack to bring back Bond's boy? Uh, we would love <laughs> Bond's boy back. Um, if you want that to be my punishment, is for Jack to dress up as Bond's boy. Yeah. That's also check acceptable. out check out Instagram. There's going to be a photo of Bond's boy Jack. As, as a 15 year Can old Can I say, is this story. Jack just wanting to put Bond's boy back? Yeah, yeah. Bond's boy's <laughs> back. I think you need to listen to this podcast and uh, what's your motive uh, for uh, actually, wanting to do no, Bond's boy? There's an old photo of me as Bond's boy. No, you'll it's, be, not, it's not going up, you'll Jack. Be, so yeah, Jack, see, this is check Jack story. needs to check his motive. Yeah, check your motive, Jack. Check your motive, Jack. Jack, listen to what you've just preached, mate. <laughs> Have a great day, bye. See bye. you guys. Now when Jesus was talking to his disciples, he spoke of the Holy Ghost.